So I'll be the first to admit that I've never been too hip to the local comedy scene. But back in 2015, we did an episode of the podcast about the Odd Block Comedy Festival, which was then happening at the Park Theatre. And one of the comics on the show, there were a few guests, a few hosts, uh, one of the comics was John B. Duff. And as you may have heard, John passed away recently from cancer. And as I do whenever someone dies who's been on the podcast, which is happening entirely too often lately and needs to stop, I re-release it. And I just put it out as, a, I guess, an opportunity for listeners to hear that person's voice again and hear what they were about. And although this show was about the festival, it wasn't specifically about John or his work. Uh, he's on it a lot. He makes some good jokes. Takes the piss out of me. Uh, it's a fun listen. And based on all the tributes I've been seeing on social media over the past few days, it's pretty obvious that John was a huge inspiration and an integral part of that local comedy scene. So it's very sad to hear that he's gone. Just another disclaimer, the audio in this episode is not great. It's kind of in our old format, with worse equipment, and unfortunately there's just so much echo going on and the room sounds so huge that it's not ideal, but back then the quality was a lot worse, uh, the equipment was a lot lower scale, and just kind of doing the best we could with what we had. But I still think it's important to re-release these episodes whenever we lose someone who's been on the show. And like I said, I didn't know John very well. I really only met him the one time when we had him on the podcast. Yeah, it seemed like he was a big figure in the local comedy scene. And if in any way, releasing this podcast again can get people to hear him or maybe look into some of his other work. I know he's got some videos of full sets on YouTube, things like that. If listening to this shitty podcast gives you the inspiration to go do that, that's awesome. Because, you know, he's a funny guy, obviously meant a lot to Winnipeg. And I hope he's remembered in the best possible way. So, hope you enjoy this podcast. Be back on Wednesday with a regular episode. And, yeah, fuck cancer. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam. I'm here with co-host Ryan once again. Yo! And uh, we're here to talk about the Odd Block County Festival. So I think the best way to do it, maybe because there's so many people here, is if we can just kind of go around circle, everyone can identify themselves, and then people can put a name to the voice. So we're going to start. Hi, I'm John B. Duff, co-founder and producer of Odd Block County Festival. I'm Eric Kasteman, owner of the Park Theatre and also co-founder of Odd Block Festival. Hi, I'm real... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Rhea Perlman, but it was too funny to me. That's an insane joke for only me. I'm Chantal Morastica. I'll be performing in the Odd Block Festival. I'm originally from Winnipeg and coming in for the festival really early. Okay. Yeah? Was, was, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Rhea Perlman looks like you? Hello. <laughs> I wish I was real. I'm Rhea Perlman. There we go. Somebody's Rhea Perlman. Okay, so um, the festival, uh, I've read about it online, but I mean, as I've, I've probably said uh, on here before... We haven't had a lot of comedians on the show. We haven't had a lot of focus on comedy on the show. Uh, it's usually musicians. We've had a few filmmakers and writers and things like that. So I am like woefully out of the loop as far as local comedy goes. I, uh, you know, I got I got kids. I don't go out much, and I, I hear about it a lot. I see stuff on YouTube, but I'm really not kind you of. You just live in a cave in your home and, and records. Exactly, yeah. in a basement with right, dead on. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, 
I'm hoping one of you can kind of give me some background as to how this... No. Came, no? Okay. We're not going to give you any no, background. <laughs> no background. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just get to a song. Yeah? It's <laughs> tough love. We're just going to, like, get out of the house. I have to puzzle it out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Get out of the house. I'm happy to be out of the house. Start <laughs> living your life. Yeah. A lot of awkward silence. <laughs> just sitting there, people can figure it out on their own. But okay, no, the festival's happening, and a shit ton of people are coming to perform at it um, from here and obviously elsewhere. Uh, how did this whole thing get put together? Well, it that started. Was a very loving look, fellas. It started <laughs> with it's. Well, we were deciding who's going to take the lead here. It started with um, both Eric and Kevin Mosden, uh, who's our uh, the third uh, link in our chain. It's not here with us tonight. Kevin and Eric started aggressively uh, booking, sort of like U.S. Uh, alt comics. Yeah. Uh, here at the park, and those shows did so well that. Uh, Kevin brought it to me and said, what do you think if we do a festival? And I said, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And uh, we started sort of kind of just the three of us meeting, you know, a couple times a week for about a month. Is this feasible? Should we do it? Uh, and then it just really all three of us wanted it bad enough, and we just decided, yes, let's, let's do this. Let's just decide to do this. And uh, here we are. Okay. Uh, months and months of hard work and non-stop phone calls and emails and the rest of it we're getting close to bringing this thing to hit the ground and we couldn't be happier about it cool so when, when is it actually taking place it's over two days right is that no four, four days four days yeah. right. starts on August 27th the third day, Thursday night with the kickoff party at Lux followed by the Chantel Morostica's Pal Parade okay. here at the park on Thursday those are the two shows and then it goes all the way through till uh, Sunday afternoon or Sunday rather where we've got uh, Two other podcast tapings here at cool. the park on Saturday afternoon as well. Eddie Pepitone is doing his Pep Talks podcast, and Brendan Walsh and Randy Lidke are doing their Bone Zone cool. uh, podcast. If you're a listener of Joe Rogan's, you're probably familiar with those two guys. So He's I guess a, that brings a lot of uh, attention to the venue too, right? I mean, and the festival in general, because those guys have yeah. a ton of listeners, I would imagine. Like, uh, yeah, like I don't know that anyone's traveling here from L.A. to see the festival, but right, right. The, uh, they're very well listened to. Cool. Okay. Well, that sounds uh, sounds good. <laughs> um, so it's happening at, at obviously more than just the park. I mean, this is I guess the the headlining show. Yeah, is that this is here? the kind of the home base for it. But we do have six hub. venues, the hub, if you will. Yeah. yeah. We have a uh, Vera Pizzeria just up the street, which is awesome. Uh, Monticchio's right beside them, and then the uh, Seo next door. Park. Okay. Park Theater, Park Alleys, and Lux. That's, I'm uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, alley? Like, in the alley? You guys bowling are alley, yeah. party, right? Yeah. It's the, uh, oh, it's the, alley. the park alleys is oh, going to be our... like the back alley? Yes. yes. It's going to be our... That would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. No, not the alley behind the park, but the park alley's bowling alley. <laughs> well, I will meet you in the alley behind the park for a couple. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's, that's yeah, that's going to be our uh, beer tent uh, slash, our beer garden slash open mic. So there's going to be a drop-in open mic there running four hours, uh, eight till midnight, both Friday and Saturday. Cool. Hosted by a rotating uh, cast of local comics that are hilarious. It's going to be really good. It's going to be a great atmosphere in there. People so, can pop in for five, ten minutes oh yeah, on yeah. their way to another show, whatever, have a beer. It's going to be really good. Are these all happening like around the same time, or is, is there a lot of overlap? or is it Tons of overlap. Yeah. The shows are staggered so that... You can see one and leave and then quickly make it to another one okay. while two others are simultaneously going on, or three others for that matter in some cases, a lot of those cases. 
And they're so, I guess all these places are so close by, right? It's pretty yeah. Easy. yeah, so if you get the pass, then you just have a free ride the whole way, right? And yep. you've got a VIP pass Jump too. in and out, do whatever. Ja gets you a free grab bag. Yeah, yeah, for real. Fun bag. The VIP gets you the fun bag, yeah. You get yeah. some swag and uh, you get to skip the lines with okay. that. You get access to the pre-meet and greet parties and the after parties. But as Chantel said, if you're going to come to the fest and you want to see all those park shows, those are $20 shows, individual tickets. Okay. Uh, the just the straight up normal pass is seventy dollars, so you, that would get you into everything at the park in addition to every other show that you, <laughs> want, that you wanted to see. So that's I think the best, the best value, deal, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Winnipeg deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So is there a lot? Is there a fairly large contingent of local comedians like involved in this? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, quite a few. Um, I'd say at least ten. Yeah, that's pretty. Good yeah, ways. so you can come for your hometown favorites, and then just people that you've heard of from all over the place. Right. And, just pick and choose what shows you want to be at. All of them. That's what all I, I would pick and choose all of them. Yeah, yeah. Has there, has there been a pretty good response so far? I mean, it seems like I'm hearing a lot about it. Yeah, it's been really good. It's been a lot of buzz online about it. People are talking about it. And like Winnipeggers do, they wait till the last minute before they jump on things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that excitement is certainly building, and we're two weeks out now. And, uh, yeah, couldn't be. I'm just on pins and needles. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, well, I imagine there must have been like a lot of lead up to putting this together, just just from getting that many people performing. I mean, it's fifty something comics, is that right? Yeah, in the neighborhood, fifty. Yeah, is, is it fifty it, comics, six venues, four days. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. It it's a huge thing for sure. Yeah, the idea behind it too was that we wanted it to be a really like the spring festival that happens through the gas station arts center and okay. uh, is a great festival. I love being part of it, and it's it's it's. The, it's no doubt the premier Winnipeg festival, but it's not high density. Right. You know, it takes, you have a couple ga- gala shows at Pantages and maybe a show at the King's Head and one at the gas station. Right. They're all, you know, not really that close together. You can't walk to them. Oh, you could, but it's, yeah. Yeah, you it's can. Yeah. But what we've got going on here is like this high density, nonstop action going on all the time. That's, right. We really want to create that buzz and a, just more of a festival Yeah, and a completely opposite end of the year so yeah. that there's yeah. just more comedy because the scene here is burgeoning. What's that word? How do you say <laughs> that? I've seen it. Burjo- is that how you say it? It's burgeoning. It's burgeoning. Like and just the comedy scene can't grow unless there's competition and also yeah. just more of it more to bring more people yeah. wanting to do comedy and to give the people that do comedy here something else to do that's a bigger platform. Totally. So they're just meeting a demand. Is there a different kind of focus on the type of comics that are going to be at this than that maybe would be at the at the festival in the spring, or is it? Uh, I mean, is there a focus on who you wanted to get to, to play here? Oh, definitely, like yeah. Style-wise, or? there. I mean, the the focus of the conversation shouldn't be on how we're different from them, yeah, and like them versus us. It's not really what we're interested in, but yeah, there are differences for sure. They concentrate a lot more on uh, Canadian content. Um, whereas we are specifically going for our alt comedy heroes okay. from the U.S., people that are uh, not household names but totally should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it also creates a need for it in Canada more for people that are alt comics to be house like names that you hear all the time. Right. Is that I mean, again, because you know I've I played in bands, I've, I've been involved in music festivals. All, all, my, all my experience with this kind of thing is music related, and like I know that a lot of in that area, a lot of 
booking people to play at festivals or play shows is dependent entirely on their tour schedules. And I imagine comics are doing pretty heavy amounts. A lot of them are doing fairly heavy touring. Uh, I mean, is that... Did you... How much work was it to coordinate everyone to get here for this? Tons. I mean, we ran against Edinburgh. We were running against some pretty big festivals. So a lot of the big names that we had... Want to do it? Yeah. Unfortunately, we're already just yeah. to get into other And then weddings got in the way too because we're of the time of year. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. we had a lot of people on the hook that were all for it. And yeah. then, you know, Kyle Kinnam, Janine Groffalo are two names wow. that were going to be coming, and they decided we're doing Edinburgh instead. Matt Bronger and Todd Glass, two other names. Yeah, we're all over it. Oh shit, that's the same weekend as a wedding we have. Right. But then the so seed is planted for them to be here next right. year. Oh, they've already and said For that. the need for the festival again and again and again, just for getting the bigger names every year and be like, oh, I can't make it this year. I'll definitely clear my calendar next year. And then just every year, just like the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, we're just always just going to bring the yeah. people so that we bring the people. So is that that's the goal though, right? You want to make this an ongoing annual thing? Oh yeah, for sure. That's the, uh, that's that's the, the hope. Yeah, the ultimate goal. Cool. is to have it repeating definitely uh, barring this place burning down during the festival I don't <laughs> yeah. see why we wouldn't take another stab at it cool well I do have more stuff I wanted to ask I'm sure Ryan has some stuff he wants to ask uh, about uh, comedy no, and we're movie. done I think we're done <laughs> we're finished well, what yeah. we are going to do is the way, the way the show works uh, for people who haven't heard it before is that we uh, have a randomly generated theme word so I press a button on the computer it gives me a word sometimes the words are normal words sometimes there's something bizarre this would be a gut, which is the word. So we, uh, the hosts and the guests, select songs that they can connect to the word in any way possible. So there's no wrong answer. There's basically as long as you have some kind of story, we're cool with it. So I don't know if one of you had a gut song that you wanted to. I'll go first. Sure. Um, my first gut song was Nally and Brulia's "Torn." Okay. And how did you make the connection to gut? She's like she's pretty torn up, and like when you're in love, it's. Guttural. Is that a word? Am I yeah. saying that? Is it Im- I think you mean gut wrenching, maybe? Is it? It's gut. It's, no, I'm going to go with guttural. guttural. Just guttural like, is gutural. Gutural. It is a word. Yes, no, it's a word, yeah. Regurgitating like, yeah. <laughs> is definitely not a word. But guttural. Yeah, but it, but it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just joking, I know. Um, yeah, so she's just, it's, a, it's a love song that she's, uh, yeah, she's speaking, speaking from the heart and the gut. Right. Also, that song's like really good. I haven't heard it since. It doesn't get any radio play, you guys. It did. It did, but like Lisa Loeb gets played more than that. What's that about? It's the glasses. Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty dope. (laughs) All right, let's listen to this uh, torn, and uh, yeah, we'll come back. Natalie, Natalie, Imbruglia. Imbruglia. It was good. It was nice. Yeah, no, you're welcome, guys. Thanks. They were pronounce everything tonight. The general idea. Imbruglia is that a word? Natalie is that a word? No. How do you pronounce that? Imbruglia, right? Nally Imbruglia? Do you not say the G? Imbruglia. No, you don't say the G. Imbruglia. Why is the G silent? I'm, I'm not Australian or Nally Imbruglia, so I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to field that one. Imbruglia. I don't know. I think it's a good song. I do remember hearing that song a lot. She's really pretty. Was, uh... That's your basis? <laughs> she was a good song, and she's beautiful, so like... Anybody who hated the song could the watch the video and see that like she's still You're not paying strict video. attention. Yeah. It looks like she's not wearing pants. That's true. Right, right. 90s were a hell of a time for all of us, <laughs> thanks to uh, camel pants. Yeah, cargo shorts and cargo um, shorts. and Jamiroquai. Mm. Jamiroquai, yeah, yeah. He's still making my life <laughs> all right. And, uh, weird moving yeah, it's all coming back though. The 90s is coming back it is, hard, it is. and I hate we, it. Remember those guys we talked to the other week? That band, and they were all talking about how all they wanted to do was play 90s stuff. Yes. It is. It's yeah. a thing. Which yeah. band is it? It's really a thing. Hands? Like, I'm... Yeah. 
they're super into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's weird. It's something. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. What I like when I coming in here, I, I was talking to Ryan about this in the car. Like I, I said before too. I mean, I haven't been out in a long time to see any kind of comedy in Winnipeg. So it does seem from someone who's not involved in it that, that it's getting bigger and there's some, I hear about more shows all the time, I hear about open mics and things like that. Like, how has it progressed over the past few years? Do you years? have a favorite comic? No, I don't. You don't have a favorite comic? I probably, I don't know, like... Um, name I, a comic. Name a how comic. He's just going to laugh at you no matter it's what you say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I like, I guess I think Chris Rock is funny. Uh, yeah, Bill Burr is funny. Yeah, those um, are both good ones. But, I mean, as far as locally, I don't know anything about it. So, what is, what's going on in Winnipeg with comedy? Obviously, there's enough interest uh, to put a festival on with this, but as far as local shows and things like that, I mean, is it uh, a quickly growing scene, or is it, what's Yeah, going on? it's burgudgeoning for quite a while. <laughs> uh, about 10 years ago, I started, uh, see, there's a weird history with it. Um, I won Winnipeg's Funniest Person with a Day Job in 2004 okay. at Rumors. Yeah. And there was zero opportunity for the person who won that contest to get sets at that club. So uh, what was the, the prize then? Yeah, well, uh, the prize was that I sold a bunch of tickets for the owner who was a, a prick. Okay. Uh, but he's dead now. Um, and that club has really uh, changed everything uh, in the way they run it. Okay. It's, it's welcome to locals. They help foster this local scene. Um, but way back in 2004, there was no opportunity, so I, I created it. Uh, I started three different rooms, and those rooms grew, and a lot of locals came out of those rooms, and okay. I helped those guys without breaking my own arm patting myself on the back I help I really help a lot of people uh, get their start now what they did with that start is all them all their right. successes right. you know through their own hard work and writing and performing and uh, but yeah the scene has really grown a lot over the last 10 years to the point where a lot of these kids that have come up through these rooms are now regular hosts of rumors right. they're getting uh, some doors open for them at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival and now this one uh, what was the question? Well, like, there wasn't really a question. It was just kind of a, how know, is this team progressing? Well, they yeah, have yeah. every room they have in Winnipeg. I guess like ever since I moved to Toronto, just seeing the pictures and the sh- the shares and stuff, the, they pack them. There's yeah. sixty people a night where there was maybe I was performing to ten people. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, definitely on the other side of the room behind the bar, I've noticed that change as well. Yeah. From uh, from when I first started working rooms with. Actually, I think it's a couple one-offs at the Academy with John. Mm-hmm. I saw maybe 15, 20 people. Yeah, and by the time I was leaving Jeffrey Hines, Wednesday nights were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they moment. really built it. It takes a long time. Yeah. It, has, it takes yeah, a lot a of patience run. to build a room in this city. And, yeah, they've done a, they've done a good job with it. Is that mainly just word of mouth? Like, is it just people yeah, going Yeah, word of mouth, savvy, uh, savvy social media game. Right. Good um, comedy. I think it's really the, comes down to good comedy. If you're not a good yeah. comic and you're not some of these guys are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are terrible That's at promoting. Chantel had to move to Toronto. She needed a bigger population because she sucked. It did. Herself, oh, I broke so. my ring. <laughs> I did, I just needed. I needed more. There was when there's like uh, one room a night. Like that's what th- this things like this festival are for right. to create more for people who want to stay here and make a living at it. There's one room a night, whereas in Toronto. There's 20 shows you can go to. Right. I can do four open mics in a night, or I can do a book show and three other open mics to start a joke and then end it. Do you know what I mean? By the end of the night, it's a full joke. 
but oh, so you're Winnipeg, writing as you go. You, yeah, it's with the That's how the process works, right? right? right. There's, I mean, I don't know how much of, there, of, of it there is in on stage as a musician, but I, yeah. I would assume there's a significant portion of it where a, an improvised line or phrase or whatever it carries over the next carries time over the next yeah. time you do, it and that just yeah. grows and strengthens and often gives you a tangential. Uh, path to follow that right. turns the thing into somewhere completely different, uh, but strengthens it. Powerfully. But I guess you can. And you can only do that on stage. Yeah. yeah. You can only do so much writing on paper. So much of that comes from. No, and that's the yeah, organic that's why nature I, of stage I moved because I didn't get I didn't get that. It was like I could do four shows a week and yeah. then still like do rumors and then go do an open mic and stuff. But there's and then the entire time you're trying to remember an improvised line, kind of. That's the, that's the easy part. Right? It's just like, oh, that's a new tag, and then just going to the next place. But when there's no next place to go to, that's yeah, why yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. there's the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, and why this festival started, and why there'll be a sketch festival, and, to, and then another festival after that. There's just, it's always going to grow, and it's a little slower here, but it's a smaller population, and you have to grow the interest in people, and that's why Odd Block exists because you need to get people who are like, but I'm alternative, and then nobody's touching that, you know. Then they're bringing in the people they want to see, and they'll keep bringing in the people they want to see, and they'll create more comedy fans because of that, because yeah, you're yeah. touching a different market. Well, yeah, I guess someone coming in to see one of the headlining acts you have at the festival, not knowing any of the local performers might... Mm-hmm. be like, uh, is I'm this what's happening yeah, here? Yeah. yeah, and then just go check out their show. Yeah, it's just the whole thing's a little more edgy, a little more hip, a little more like, in, like now what's happening in that sort of... Uh, the resurgence. Right. The... You know, straight. A lot of them were plucking straight out of that really vibrant LA comedy scene that's having a, uh, you know, its new boom. But the old guard is not really what we're looking for. You right. know, uh, it's it's. That's not to say everyone that's coming to this thing is our spring chickens either. These are guys <laughs> like Eddie Pepitone's, well into his fifties, and uh, my God, if you don't know Eddie Pepitone, you are in for a treat. Are, never, are, are you familiar with definitely heard the name and there's he's, actually a few people on that list when I was looking at the accident this person looks familiar maybe I've seen them I don't know in a movie or something yeah. Or, yeah. and then the names is like I've heard that name I've heard that name but Pepitone I mean Pepitone has I, such a unique perspective and voice and he's just gut bustingly hilarious I, I've worked with Eddie a bunch of times in Portland at the Bridgetown Festival he, he's not only hilarious he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet cool. as well which you wouldn't expect from how deeply cynical and okay. Uh, seemingly hate fueled <laughs> that he is. Uh, he's so so funny. Uh, go and check him out uh, on Netflix. He's got uh, In Ruins as his new special. Oh, cool. It is. Uh, I was listening to it in bed with headphones on my phone, and I was waking my girlfriend up constantly because I could not stifle the laughter. Yeah, yeah. So that says something. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Is there you were mentioning like the old the old guard thing versus the not spring chickens, but you know we newer up and coming stuff. Is that a thing in Winnipeg? I mean, is there like an older crowd of comics that maybe came up before this recent resurgence that are kind of uh, like? Is there any kind of division age wise or, or style wise yeah. or anything? That yeah, exists that totally or? exists. Sure, that exists everywhere. Yeah, yeah like, it's not Winnipeg. Just here. It's very blue collar, so they have like the young blood starting all the rooms and stuff, and right, they right. have like the older comics that do a lot of the corporates and everything okay, and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know like it's the style is different yeah. very you know? different it's, yeah and you can see that by going to rumors too it's just like you'll have a Canadian comic or a local like John Youngberg will go up and okay, you yeah. see that that's just very like yeah it's a different from some of the people that are coming out of LA and everything is there a Winnipeg style I mean you know I obviously hilarious <laughs> But I mean, you know, people in Winnipeg have a definite attitude towards things. Like just everyone in Winnipeg in general, there's kind of a—I don't know what it is—but there's like a vibe to Winnipeg. Hard as fuck. 
<laughs> maybe yeah. hard as fuck, maybe way to say it. But I mean, is there sort of a, any kind of stylistic thing or any kind of like just maybe perspective thing that Winnipeggers seem to have? I think overall Canadians have, uh, not just here, across the country, a sort of a real self-deprecation to yeah, our... Yeah, I can see that. Like we take the piss out of ourselves quite a bit. I think that's pretty true of a lot of the comics here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we're British descendants, right? And there they take the piss out. And right. That's, yeah. Also, it's Canada. There's not a lot of funding for uh, the arts because it's all government funded. Unless you get what's it called a grant or whatever, yeah, yeah. you're getting grants basically to pay for anything. So comedians are like, "Cool, I'm just going to work another ten years with no pay. Sweet. Yeah. Let me talk about how great Winnipeg is." So it's very yeah, yeah it can yeah. be self-deprecating, but. How do you get a grant? I need to get a grant. Yeah, I was going to ask, but yeah, is there such thing as a yeah, grant I took like a grant like writing a... course. Did you? Or No, I didn't. Oh. Amber knows how to do it, so we're starting a web series, and she's going to get some grants for it. But that's the thing? For, for, I mean, I know yeah, music has grants. Yeah, that's the only thing that you really can do, because we could start a web series and be super low budge, or we could say our idea, and being two up-and-coming women in the comedy scene, you write that grant, and get that the ball rolling on that, and then they just give you money as you start producing and writing, and then so on and so forth. But it's hard to get, and... Yeah, right, because everyone's trying to the same grants, right? Yeah, but if she she's she produces television, Amber Daniels is actually going to be coming up. That's more television grants, right? That's going to be CBC and... Oh, it's for web series stuff. So can you get a grant just to be, I mean, no, do a I, special or something? Like, I, I, I no, I looked into it for Oddblock. There's yeah. nothing really out there. What right? you can do is pay a, a lot of money and pay, pay your own people to film and produce it. Right. And, then and Canadian Netflix show. does buy up a lot of that stuff okay, if okay. it's well produced. But if you get the wrong, you know, like you have to put a lot of money into it. But then you get, like, Canadian Netflix... It buys up a lot because they need that Canadian content. Like they might not even play it, or they might play it in ten years, but right. they take it. Oh, they probably have a ratio then, like everything else, right? Yeah, and yeah. same with SiriusXM. They'll if you if you tape it, like audio tape it, they'll play it, and it's hmm. there. It just you have to put it together. You know, it's just a more about exposure and not about. Um, it's not very lucrative. It's more about exposure <laughs> and getting to another level. So what's the? I mean, what is the highest level to achieve in Canada? Or a Prime Minister. <laughs> That's pretty, <It's laughs> pretty funny. Prime Minister of Comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's either. I mean, is there like a. There's, obviously, there's, there's some people who have like become huge from Canada. Yeah, like it's now. touring. Or <laughs> It's, it's touring, um, and that's a lot of work, you know? Or, and not just touring, but I think States. that, like, the, I mean, you've asked any of these people that have been at it a long time. Yeah. The, when you get out of the club, it's into the soft seat theater tour. Right, right. So you have, you know, your theaters that are like Pantages or the Centennial Concert Hall you're starting to sell rooms like that across the country yeah Yeah. and then hopefully that gets you to that television show that everybody wants you're basically making your money it's a lot of your own work where yeah it's a lot of self-promotion where you would like I saw Sabrina Jalise come through and Darren Rose you know like they will um, book a theater and get book a publicist in every place and See how the first tour goes, and then if that goes good, then you have the name to sell it out next time. When maybe you only had a hundred and a two hundred and fifty venue, yeah, it's a lot of work to be a Canadian comic. It's like a band, right? Right. Just the one person is a solo act. There's a difference. Yeah, that's the thing is that you have maybe that support, or and you also have a lot more ways to share the money. You know. Right. Right. Cool. Well, let's get to another gut song. Do either of you guys want to pick a? Well, I, the two songs that I g- gave you when you contacted yeah. me, uh, I was in the middle of a show. So when you just said pick two songs, I did it without reading any of that other shit yeah, about yeah. gut so or whatever. Yeah. So I just picked two songs. Well, you got to make a you have to come up with a connection. 
Yeah, that won't be difficult for me. I'm okay. a professional well, let's comedian. Let's hear it. So like, why are you fucking doubting me? <laughs> I'm not doubting you. The first one is, the the first one is uh, Stripes. Uh, the Stripes soundtrack for okay. the motion picture Stripes. Uh, it uh, affected me on a gut level the first time I saw it okay. when I was a kid and uh, helped uh, color my comedic sensibility. All right, that was uh, some music from Stripes with a very, very good connection to the gut theme. Yeah, you're going to have to watch it. Yeah, yeah if you movie. haven't watched it, yeah, watch it. Excellent movie. Yeah, really good movie. And if your girlfriend was born in the '90s, just tell her to shut the fuck up a minute because you're watching Stripes. Oh, she not seen it. No, tell her to put her phone away for five is. minutes and, okay. and, and, and learn something. She's 23. Yeah, I might as well smash her in the head with a hammer and try to get away with it. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. I don't. I, I, it's a turn of phrase. All right, it's a perversioning uh, phrase. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, I guess like well, because we're recording this in the uh, in the park theater, not to mention that. And uh, like I was saying to these guys when I got in here, I, I haven't been here in forever. It looks fantastic. Um, I guess I'm kind of curious since we got you here, like how this became this. Because I mean, I remember when I had been here before, it was like video rental thing that occasionally showed old movies and sometimes had bands like once in a while. And now it seems like you guys have. I mean, obviously comedians. You got this festival coming up. You have bands happening. Almost every night, it seems like. It's I think we're actually the busiest, literally the busiest venue in Winnipeg now. So how did this? How did you get it from that to this? Voted uh, by whom as best venue? Western Canadian Music Award for best venue. Oh really? That's awesome. That's yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of hard work and a lot of. I don't know. Borrowing uh, cash. A lot of <laughs> yeah. Bank loans and yeah, yeah. and grinding and just making sure you listen to. My secret to my success is I listen to every single person that walks through the door and I ask them, yeah. what can I do to make this place better? Like, you tell me what to do, I'll make it better. And, cool. And honestly, a band tells me something, I do it. Or a comic tells me something, I do it. Yeah. So I'm going to say right now, that paper towel machine doesn't give me enough paper towel. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's, just a tree it's an effort. Tell. You just got to keep pulling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I'm listening to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listening to trees as well. Right? I heard. Sometimes you Seriously, though, as, as an artist yeah. uh, who's played here, uh, and I'm sure other any other artist that's played here will tell you this, they treat you very well here at the park. Yeah. They're, I've worked other places where it's almost like the venue owner is uh, you're an inconvenience to them in right. ways where it's not that case at all here. <laughs> I can think you're of a guy yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric uh, treats people like like the, you should be treated I, and uh, yeah you're welcome man it's no, true. He has a different relationship with every person that he I'm books. not blowing like, smoke. I've known you for like since you started it I, with Soap Scum so and then we developed our own relationship with me producing my own shows and it's just always he gives you exactly what you need and uh, cool. a verbal agreement is always good for us. I'm like, yeah, that's not, I'm not going to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so does, does having a venue like this, like, I mean, uh, I, from what I understand, there's a lot of comedy shows happening in a lot smaller rooms than this. I mean, is this kind of the fact that you had this available to, to perform at? I mean, is that kind of uh, helping the scene grow as well? Just, just as, as a, you know, large Yeah, it's venue when you that. do a showcase here, or you do, or when I produced a show here, it was yeah. like, the park theater, you're gonna be performing over 250 people, yeah, so you're right, gonna bring your right. A game. Right? And for instance, like the uh, the local showcase or whatever, right? The Winnipeg, the Winnipeg showcase that goes on. Showcase. Is it bi monthly or every three every months? Every three months. Yeah, or every three months. We I mean, I've been here for two. Yeah, and both of them were awesome. like to the tits. So it's, it's it's obviously great to see as well. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a lot of energy. It, it, it's awesome. Yeah. Is there kind of a 
I mean, how do you are you are you going out actually seeking out the people to perform here? Are people coming to you? I mean, as far as as far as comedy goes, if someone you know happens to be picking up uh, starting a, trying to start a career as a comedian and they come to you, is there kind of a, a process as when you figure out kind of who is reached the point of playing this? this, this you really thing, don't or? know a lot about comedy. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> if somebody's starting out and wants a career, I'm sure they play a bunch of shitty <laughs> shitty shows. But I mean, like if someone calls you up and says, "Hey, I'm a comedian. You never heard of them." I mean, is there kind of a a vetting process for who you're going to give the uh, slot to, or I mean, when it comes to the Winnipeg Comedy Showcase, uh, we have Jared's story who kind of okay. does all the booking for okay. us for that. So that's his baby. Him and Kevin, who's also a co-founder of Oddblock, are the ones who put together that lineup. Okay. Um, if it's individual comics that are calling up and like saying, "Hey, I want to do a show," I mean, it happens time to time, but not really because most people know they're not going to. Right, they, they, they have to go through the person. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you gotta have a plan. Like it's uh, like when I just start, first started producing shows, I had co-producers, and that didn't work out. And then I found that my best co-producers were Eric and Kevin, just working together to okay. give the audience that we seek the best show possible, and them just giving me whatever I needed to do that. Right. And then in return for me, just always giving a good show and get, like. Eric will come to my shows and have a really good time, like the drunk show or any of any shows that I put on. He's a good, great support of it, and he comes to other shows too. But he'll then he'll phone me up and be like, "Do you want to open up for Sabrina Jalice?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I do!" And he just gives the opportunities to the people. That I just thought it was Jails. It's Jalice. Oh. Like I said, we're just going to pronounce words poorly. I guess what words, I was proper names. What I was getting at with that stupid question was, uh, I mean, like. I've seen a lot of people again back to bands because I don't, you know, don't too much of a comedy, obviously. But um, you see a lot of people start a band, uh, whether they're good or not, they will go out of their way to make it seem like they're professionals. They'll get some fancy website and shit. They'll like try to start paying people oh, to play big shows. Is that a thing with comedy too? Oh, there's so many poses; it's not even yeah. funny. Yeah. The people that are banging on pots and pans and pretending they're the London Philharmonic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on now. Like, no, be humble and know where you are in your yeah. career in quotations. Most of them are hobbyists. I found Start the, again. I found, Start again. I found, <laughs> Start one I found, more time. I found, I, found, I found with the people that I've met along the way, starting in Montreal, coming back to Winnipeg and rebuilding myself, and then now moving to Toronto and having to rebuild myself again, it's just always starting anew, is that the people that are all the bangs and whistles and like, oh, I have a website, and check this out, check this yeah. out, they don't have to bring it to the table because a lot of, like I have a, I have a mood disorder. For me to even get like, I'm like, get to my gig, I'm like, I did it, you know? Right. So it's, I'm not going to, be like, oh, self-promoting shanty, like the, the website and all that, all that stuff. It's just like my talent speaks for itself, and that's a lot right. of comedians that are more humble, like you. It's but those other things work. are, of course, of vital importance when you're having a career. Yeah. However, th- that's not all that it is. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So anybody can make a pretty nice-looking WordPress site yeah, and they suck, they suck. yeah, and then put a bunch of false. A testimonials up about how good they are but the second that you clink on their first media link when and you see them it. at some scrub open mic it's just awful there's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention any names but there's a bunch locally that are like that and it's like wow you went to that effort to show everyone how mediocre you are yeah, to polish a turd instead yeah, of actually yeah. developing your you, went too you, know, you, you can never put too much work into one thing it's both at once like right. if you're just concentrating on 
promoting yourself and not concentrating on the art it's both of those right. things and yeah. the art should always become first and not tooting your own horn it's again no different from a band yeah. right? the bands Absolutely. who are good are the bands that people are going to watch because they know they're good they don't even have to promote themselves no. they don't have to create them the ones who have t-shirts before they put a show like, exactly yeah. like ladies well, underwear yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 I almost think that might be why I haven't really been out to check out a lot of local comedy because you hear like you read something that's open mic I mean you think like horrors of what how bad this could be you know because I know a lot of people who think they're funny but I wouldn't want to pay to see any of them <laughs> but in Winnipeg oh, you, more... you shouldn't be paying to go to an open yeah, mic oh, is it like, really if it's, a, yeah, yeah, it's, if it's an open mic that charges you yeah. there's your first sign, that's your no first sign, red flag yeah. right there okay. alright yeah no I but there are, yeah, of course you're going to see but some the, train wrecks yeah. and open wrecks. That's part of Winnipeg. Are, there's not a lot. The, another thing about having festivals to get people into comedy yeah. is getting people, like, for me, like, I have the empowerment show that me and Eric, like, put together together so that women will start doing comedy. Because okay. there's a couple women that started doing it, but then this, the open mic is a lot of the pros on the scene in Winnipeg that are just polishing new material and you'll see one or two people that are kind of struggling through but they have a 60 person crowd to work it out on right. because there's not that you just need to create that newer scene so there is an open mic where people can like suck at and then they're doing the bigger shows like when yeah. John first started everything right because yeah I just, I just picture a bunch of like, drunk assholes getting up there and thinking that I'm sure that happens no right? it's like it's good it's actually, you'll go it's to a some, show yeah. and you'll, you'll be really impressed like yeah. if you went to it's the good. cheer and they had their daughter that's why yeah. the people keep coming back I, I think the most like the largest amount of drunken oh, assholes I've seen are the, the, the pros I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Cocky and but they yeah. have the chops to be yeah, yeah. and then you get you get the stutter awkward kids you know peppered in there yeah Okay, well, maybe I should be checking out more comedy shows. <laughs> I think that's the lesson. Yeah, there's the cabin on Sundays. There's uh, Jekyll and Hyde's on Wednesdays. There's the Handsome Daughter on Thursdays. Uh, depending on what time of the year, there's uh, Jeffries okay. out on Henderson Highway. Uh, and then, uh, oh, the, then uh, King's had a show I started seven or eight years ago. It's now rebranded. Okay. And that also takes place on a, that's on a Tuesday night. It's a mix of improv or stand-up. Right, depending on the week, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where I think I first started going to shows. Yeah. You were you were still in the kitchen, I would come down and uh, see you on right. Tuesday with the <laughs> yeah. loud yappy broads from up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'd be asked to leave and I'd sit there awkwardly. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm going to uh, pick a song with a gut thing. Um, and a few things came to mind. Uh, when the word came up, uh, it's kind of a weird word. I mean... Sometimes we get sometimes we get words that are just obvious and everyone thinks the song's immediately. Is this gonna take a long time? Let's take two seconds. All right. And uh, this one was weird. I didn't have uh, a ton of ideas, but there's a song from 1986, I think. It's by an artist named Tiger from Jamaica. Uh, the song's called No Wonga Gut, and it's about how he doesn't want to be like fat by selling out. So the whole thing is like he he sees all these people who are like uh, you know getting a bunch of money for doing shitty music, and he's cool with being hungry because he doesn't want to be. Yeah. That guy. Anyway, he, he got in a car accident like a few years later and he wasn't able to perform anymore, so, so he has he, like maybe a few singles and the, the one so album I think that's about it. So this so is he, kind of his big hit. He did get fat. Oh probably now, I'm yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, so this is Tiger so no more good. Songs really inspired and our songs are just pretentious. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's you know, no wrong answers. Songs are songs. So this is uh No Longer Got by Tiger. So yeah, that was Tiger, that was like his one hit. Mid-80s, and uh, if you see a music video, it's very, very low production values. I just wish that in some way he'd identify himself as a man named Tiger in that video. 
All he did well, was wear a full tiger print suit. I'm assuming if you're watching it, you were aware his name was Tiger. Wow. But what if you weren't interneting it? What if it was 1986? Yeah. You were on the VHS? My friend named his son Tiger. Like an actual name? Yeah, it was great. And What's then his he last named Woods. Kind of. And then he named his daughter Asia, and then his third son Tommy. I was like, what about Tommy? What a poor Tommy. Yeah, you know. He wants to fit in with the rest of the family. He's probably like reading books and not doing performance art. Yeah, he's just really basic. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that like what Frank Zappa did? Like all those kids have bizarre names, like Dweezil and Moon Unit and all that. And then there's one who has a regular name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forget what it is because it's just. No, I remember my brother was so into Burgening, Zappa. Burgening Zappa. Burgening oh, Zappa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a generic name, and yeah, that guy. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. It's, it's so generic. Yeah. Generic. 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 Yeah. Generic. Yeah. Um, so for the festival is. Uh, I mean, obviously the shows are happening, all these different venues, you have a lot of people coming, but how are the kind of, this is a, the headlining place, but I mean, the rest of the venues, how do you decide who's going where? Are they grouped, uh, the comedians grouped in any way, or uh, like? Well, we do have like some theme shows, <laughs> like we've got uh, Guy Bronham, it's a hilarious uh, gay comic from New York City, he's got uh, Guy, Guy Bronham's Gay Bash is going to be yeah. happening here, so we'll have our, our uh, all our uh, LGBT TGI WEF comics here in one one big gay place. Okay. Um, we've got uh, the Tyler mixed up show. Yeah, Tyler Penner's Pizza Party at Vera. That's one of our smaller venues. Is and pizza included in uh, getting in pizza's there? Pizza not included, but it will be for sale while you're there. Okay. I assume uh, Tyler gets all the free pizza he wants. Tyler, yeah, Tyler is a pizza comic. He makes a lot of jokes about it, so we thought they were perfect. I mean, it just makes sense. Um, no, uh, you'll see big name comics at at all the venues. Like cool. it's not uh, where we're just shoving a couple of locals in a right. in a small in the back venue. Alley somewhere, right? Yeah, not at all. Again so with the alley, guys. Next you'll year, see, next year, you'll see everybody <laughs> everywhere. But yeah, of course we have themed style shows. We got the mixed up show, which is comics of mixed heritage. Okay, it's going to be at that one. We've got the weed show. We have the drunk show. We have uh, punks. The Hunks, which is a sketch comedy Two's show. Line is it anyways. Got an improv show called Two's Line Is It Anyways. Okay. Uh, all of this info, by the way, is available at oddblock.ca. Right. And we'll get to that at the end, too. Yeah. Like, get right. in mind the website. But we have the game show. Yeah. Is that like a literal game we show? We have uh, ladies, Lady Killers. We have... Uh, uh, the Winnipeg Showcase. Yeah. We've got... Uh, oh, the Tomorrow Show, which is going to be unbelievable. That's hosted by uh, alt comedy legend Ron Lynch. He's a comic who's been at this a long time. He I've heard that Louis, name too for sure. Gave Louis C.K. his first okay. big break. Ron has uh, been a voice on uh, home movies, that uh, animated series. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Doctor Katz, he's been on. He currently voices a guy on Bob's Burgers. Okay, but um, he does a, a what's that? I'm super excited. I'm going to get him to autograph my Bob's Burger shirt. <laughs> you have a Bob's Burger shirt? Yeah, T-Fury had a really good one. Who? T-Fury. It's a website. They have oh, like... I thought it was a pop singer. No, T-Fury is a uh, site that singer. makes some pretty cool t-shirts. Like fan oh. art, yeah. It's like yeah. Bob's Burgers, but it's like the donut boy, I guess. Okay, anyway. Okay, wow. <laughs> That's a side note. So it's not odd a that you blocked everyone with that comment, Chantel. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. 
are any of these guys playing? <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I keep talking. I guess. Um, are I don't, any think, of these I don't guys think anyone playing? knew what to do. No, I so just just keep talking with some people. Um, are any of these guys playing multiple venues? Like, are you getting people who are doing like one one big show, bigger show and then kind of bouncing around? Or yeah, that... absolutely. I mean, the, the great thing is we have some. Of Did the you biggest... do any research at all yeah. when you came in here? Yeah, I looked at the names. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> The biggest comics that we have coming for the gala are going to play like the smallest room. So okay. you're going to be literally that feet cool. away from these guys. Yeah. Did like, they know that? <laughs> they were they no. coming to play in a. Yeah. Tell them to watch out for broken bottles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Why? Me of, uh, we're going to play. We as fuck. Remember yeah. Hannibal Burris when everybody was yeah. pulling their bottles down the. Yeah, Hannibal Burris when he first came uh, and did the uh, show here. Uh, if you've been at the park, it's a slanted floor down to the stage. Right. And uh, at that time, uh, it was you would get your bottle of beer in a glass bottle. So when you were done with it, people would put it on the floor, and then all through his set, they were tipping over and like rolling down the floor. <laughs> and he thought, like, he said out loud, like, it, it, like, am I being fucked with? Like, is this a a prank for for some kind of thing? Because yeah. all through his, he's setting up a premise, and then clink, and then the thing rolls down, and it was just happening nonstop. But you was filming for. Uh... A video or DVD he was putting out. Oh, what? Did, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Did it come out or was it that just ruined the... I think that ruined it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's pretty classic. Yeah, it's yeah. Sure yeah. Ruined DVD. I think near the end, people were just purposely rolling their bottles down the... Just to fuck with them? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't do Get bottles a reaction. anymore for comedy. Yeah. For bands, only sell bottles? Uh, certain bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a bad idea, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, does anyone, either of you, like, you haven't picked one, you haven't picked one, so does someone want to pick a song with that? Um, I picked a couple songs. Uh, let's do Georgia by Tom Waits, because okay. Georgia Lee, sorry, because everybody loves an Irish drinking song, right? Everybody loves sure. Tom Waits, as far yeah, as I know. Everybody loves Tom Waits. My, I actually wanted to go with Closing Time, because it's one of my absolute favorite songs, but okay. it's not as gut-wrenching or... Okay, hitting, right? that works. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's check it out. Tom Waits is great. A guy from Night Court, what's his name? Uh, uh, John Larroquette. John Larroquette. Yeah, 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 John Larroquette is a young, very young John Larroquette. They're all super young. What, when is that? Like 1980 or something? Like, it's got to be. Around 80, like 1980. Yeah. What's that? Like pre SCTV? No. For whom? Uh, uh, no, around the SCTV time because SCTV is around 78, 79, okay. 80, 81. It's probably around the time there was something to get big in. Is it 81? Yeah. I've just actually yeah. never heard of it. I've heard people be like, oh, Stripes, but never mentioned oh. those names in it. Stripes is so good. And I, Bill Murray and John Candy are like... I'll thumbnail it for you. Bill Murray's a cab driver in New York City whose life is just in a shitter. And he needs to do something with it. And as a joke, him and his best friend Harold Ramis say, "Let's join the army." Oh, so they okay. go in the army. There's to- they're total slackers, fish out of water, tail, and uh, it's super, super funny. Yes, like heart. Well, what was the lady version with uh, I believe Goldie Hawn? Private Benjamin. There you oh, yeah, go. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, That's also it, was, it was a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, it became a movie. Private Benjamin. Right? Was it a show at first? No, but Private Benjamin was just. Are a we movie. recording? Yeah. 
Oh, we're talking about stripes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had to come up eventually. Just in case anyone heard that earlier, I was like, what the fuck is it? You know, the Goldie Hawn was so, she was really good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I just Very talented lady. Stop. Between Goldie Hawn and John Larroquette, I never both of my asshole. Then she got... No, but, but like, she was still... Club, like, she just, like, kind of threw... She was, like, kind of... Oh, yeah, after, after Third that. Lives... Or Third Lives. Third Wives. I forgot she did that. It was a brilliant movie with two of cohorts that... Yeah, with Bette Midler Barbara and... Barbara uh, No, Diane Keaton. Uh, uh, what's the... Meryl Streep. I just said... Who did you say? You said Diane Keaton. A Diane Keaton and, um... She's a bone on a bone on a bone on a Midler. Yeah. I think I confuse all four of those people with each other. Yeah. A couple times. Streisand and Midler. And it's like, oh, that, the one that sings. Didn't they all sing? I don't know. But yeah, Stripes is good. But anyway. Um, yeah. So we, we do have one more song that we're going to go to. Big. Big is really good. Big is really oh, good, too. Or Splash. Yeah. From around yeah, that yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Big was a hell of a thing. thing. That was a hell of a thing. This is more interesting than talking about it. It's a great movie, yeah. But that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, Big was a Oh, I see. Yeah. It's huge. It's a play on words. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, this, it, <laughs> we do have one more song to get to. But before we do that, and, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. We like to remind everyone where they can find this show, where they can, and then where they can obviously find what you guys are doing. So uh, I clearly need some help with you that. You tell as well. them how to find this show. Like, I tell them how to find this show that they're listening. But to. But they're already listening to this, so yeah, well, you tell them. They know how to find it. They kind of know how to find it. Because I mean, about your show or our show. Well, we're talking about both at once, but our show they know how to find, but they maybe just check this one out because they're interested in the comedy festival. They don't know that there's all these other previous episodes with, with bands and with writers. Oh, and so they, they heard it on, yeah. Or they heard it on UMFM because it also airs on UMFM. Oh, okay. They may have heard it there and not knowing what it is and that kind of thing. So, But first, I mean, I clearly need help with comedy in general. Like, where if I want to check out some of these shows... How do I do that? What's Quickly though, you said this goes on UMFM. It yes. does, but not for a while. It uh, UMFM. But I said fuck earlier, so what are you going to do with all it's that? It's not for a long shit, oh, John. Okay. Now, now we're fucked. You're just going to bleep that. No, no. Cut yeah. it? They got a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Well, well then, placenta. Is it plug? Is that it? I think it's placenta. Yeah, what is in there? Platypus is the thing that comes out after the baby, right? Yeah. Yeah. Duck build with the pouch. Well, it's uh, yes. Odd block. Placenta. That's what you get on your teeth, isn't it? No, that's, that's tatar. No, that's uh, <laughs> cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, creamy, yeah, delicious fish sauce. It's odd block. Creme It's odd block. Creme frechi. Because it's Canadian. Odd block. Ca. Odd block. Ca. Yeah. And where can people get tickets? Is it online mainly, or do they come? Follow that link. Odd block. Ca. You'll click on your venues. You click on everything. You click on everything. Every, click on a word. You see Chantel's mug on that front page, and you will click on her. But it, it'll take you to her per- performer bio, and then under cool. that, all the shows she's on. Cool, cool. Click on that show. Yeah, I'll buy ticket your ticket info. right there. Awesome. And the passes are what you're kind of encouraging people to get. The... Well, it just makes sense for yeah, like for the money. And, yeah, yeah, it saves you money, and you get the we biggest bag for your buck. Yeah, yeah. Well, makes sense for sure. Yeah. Do you have like your own uh, stuff you want to? Wrote their website and all that. I plug my own shit too. He plugs his shit as well. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, by the time this airs, I already headline rumors for three nights. So. Okay. What about November twentieth? November twentieth, I'm gonna be back in town again for Empowerment okay. slash White Girl Wasted. Where I. Are you um, pronouncing that right? Yeah. A lot <laughs> of, I am actually. A lot of emphasis on the her. Her. It's a. All, it's a female or? showcase. To come back her to my hometown. Meant. To my hometown. To my hometown. Hometown. Is that? <laughs> to my, I come back to my hometown and just uh, showcase all the women that are killing it here okay. and come back and say hi, host it, do a set, 
host it maybe I got a guy to host it so that you know that oh there you go so it's do, equality gender equality yeah right? so you yeah, know yeah. that men aren't against us in comedy it's uh, it's not empowerment like oh sisters are doing it for themselves it's that it's a whole thing just drink so. some white wine and you know bitch about everyone else's girlfriends that's what I do when I'm with my boys that's not like that's not my life. Typically but, during this podcast, do your guests drink as heavily as we've been yes, during this last yes, hour? Yes, yes. Oh, it's right. definitely happened. It's, yeah, so bring yeah. It, yeah. It depends on the guests, right? But yeah, it, it is definitely. There's been episodes where the guest by the end of the show is like blotto, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yes, and yeah, yeah. A lot of the women that you see in the fest will be featured, plus some new up and comers, and of course me, and uh, some improvisers and sketch artists. So that's my plug for the day. Cool. Check me out in Toronto. Wink. <laughs> Can they see that? Yeah. They can hear it. Yeah, oh, you definitely fun. made the wink noise. Yeah, you so said we're, wink. We're aware that you're winking. I think this is my wink noise. Oh, good. Now you can tell I'm winking at you. It doesn't wink yeah. imply like some it's, you, what you said was sarcastic. Like you don't want them to check. Or sexy. Well, they can't. What, what, are they going to go try? Oh, it's inside. Oh, info. Like it's an inside. It's it's inside. Yeah, it's inside. Yeah. Well, the internet. I hate to do this to you, Chantal. The internet's it's worldwide these yeah. days. Yeah. No, but you can check out my fan page on Facebook and come and check out whatever whatever I'm doing. Cool. Okay. And what are the dates of the festival again? Just uh, August twenty seventh to thirtieth. Yeah. Of course, you can always reach us at Park Theater. Uh, so myparktheater.com. dot com. Okay. Um, and of course, check out uh, everything else we're doing. We're doing everything from local music to touring bands if to you, comedy to. If you've never been to the Park Theater, you should come on down. Have a look at the website. See uh, firsthand the photos of the uh, beauteous nature. Yeah, it looks fantastic. As you've said a number of times. Yeah, of uh, the venue itself. Yeah. Uh, if you have the Facebook, the Facebook, that's yeah. what the kids call it. If you have the fucking no Google, Google book, fuck, fucky ball, fuck about, <laughs> how do you pronounce that? No, that's the Facebook. Copy. That's a different thing. <laughs> uh, if you have that, uh, Odd Block is on there as well. Um, linked to all the shows. You can got check out all your performers up. on there. Everything, on everything. everything. Yeah, creep cool. on their shit. And if you want to just get into it, and Twitter, if you haven't done the Twitter. comedy, like it's oh, easy yeah, to get into it. There's like we're not on the center. If you type in Winnipeg and comedy yeah. on the internet, on Google or on Facebook, you're going to find the different comedy nights that happen around town so you can get yourself prepped for the fest, definitely. Finding these addresses not those. on Tinder issue, have you guys considered it? Because honestly, I think that's that's a brilliant fucking idea. I'll start a Tinder right? for us. You just start an odd block Tinder, see what happens, maybe get weird with it one night. It's just for fucking though, isn't it, Tinder? Oh. No, no, that's how I'm going to tell you what you can do with that's Tinder. What is Tinder exactly? I, yeah. I'm, I'm married, I'm married. That's Tinder's where you swipe if you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Because then you can I swipe right, right and I found the love of my life. Aww. Aww. I'm two dogs deep, a lot of death, <laughs> but I'm fucking in love. It's good. Dun, dun, dun. Turn around every now and then. Chanta feels a little bit older. And she's something in her something in her heart. What have I known you a decade? Didn't know you could sing? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. That was nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, look at you. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you want to promote other than the festival? Shut up. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> 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 I think there's a couple cows. As, as Chantel had said, uh, check out the open mics locally. Yeah. The ones that we've all uh, discussed leading up to the festival will be giving away tickets, in fact. Okay. Uh, to our, to, our, to, our our, to our Thursday opening event cool, at Lux Loon. Cool. And in fact, we'll probably send you guys away with a couple of those to sure. give away on your show. That'd be that? fantastic, yeah. And uh, so if people haven't heard, are listening because they're into, into comedy, want to hear some of the music episodes, or they stumbled upon this by accident, uh, you can find our show at witchpolice.com. 
click on podcast. There's about 140 some episodes at this point. Uh, they're all there, free download and streaming. Uh, we're also on UMFM, uh, 101.5 Winnipeg, Monday nights at 11. And those are older episodes that just kind of get uh, a second life. So when people hear this on the radio, the show will be long over and they'll be very confused. <laughs> but uh, Correct for next year. Yeah, exactly, right? So this is going to air this coming Monday, is that right? No, it'll go no. on the internet uh, first and then UMFM is a few months behind. Oh, okay. So they, they picked up the show. The show exists as a podcast. The they picked it up yeah, a few yeah. episodes Safety into it. So not yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of back play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, we're on there. We're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, and I uh, heard about this festival too on Coach Surfing, which is part of the. Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin and I did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, so that's like you know, just basically people loosely doing this on different topics. I mean, they take a shitty microphone and interview (laughs) people, and there's like 15 or so shows now on there, I think, uh, about whatever topic. So that's at garbagehill.com, and we encourage everyone to check that out, and hopefully. You know, people looking at the website and will kind of share this. Garbage, garbage Hill. Like, garbage Hill is fantastic. You can, get, yeah. like, you can see Leon's super clear from there. You can smoke a lot of pot at the top of that hill. And then at the bottom. Well, you probably somewhere could, in the middle. You could probably just on the street, too. Well, you could. But you wouldn't be on a giant hill of garbage. Yeah. It's, true. it's crazy talk. I like Garbage Hill. Yeah. Me, too. It's one of my favorite places. It is. It's good. It's like, yeah, it's a really freakishly weird place in Winnipeg because it's so flat. Whenever like that first like really big fluffy snowfall yeah. turns up, that's that is a kick ass place. Yeah, to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the place. We to went be. with a, a buddy, bought one of those like um, it's like a skateboard with no wheels, obviously. Okay. okay. Yeah. But it's meant for it's not a snowboard, <laughs> but it's like skateboard size. <laughs> okay. But with a really slick bottom, we went up there and uh, he broke his ankle. Uh, but it was super fun to yeah. see who could make it all the way to the bottom of Garbage Hill, going super freaking fast on this little. Basically, a slip and slide on your yeah, feet. Yeah. I uh, I watched what can only be described as a, a, a joyful idiot attempt to ride one of those. It was storming out and tried to attempt to ride one like a skateboard home. He was convinced <laughs> oh, that yeah, yeah. because it's a skateboard without wheels, he could just go on a flat surface. <laughs> yeah, and because it's been snowing and there's ice, he's gonna he's gonna make it a few blocks. That'd be great if I existed. It was fucking painful to watch, but you don't have the heart to be like, hey, uh, blackout to the future. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Um, just a quick plug for Prince of Thieves, a uh, small company that I run. Uh, we have no web presence as of yet. We're working on the web page, but we do have a Facebook. Uh, Prince is P-R-I-N-T-S because puns are awesome. So check us out. We're lo- always looking for new submissions, new artists. Uh, yeah, Facebook. What do you print? You might want to say what it is. Uh, yeah. Art. Your, your slaps. No, no, I do. Those, those are included. You haven't seen you haven't seen my page, John. So is it canvas? Or is I it didn't know it's all right now. Um, I, 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 I do them it's in really cool, a so. book. And then I cut them and I print them onto cardstock, frame them, and sell them. But you actually do it like a book with words. Yeah, and you, and yeah. You art on top of that. It's yeah. very, it's very interesting. So I like it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's cool. I've seen you. I've seen your uh, vandalized works of literature before. And oh, sorry, I apologize. Can I get that website again? Prince of Thieves. It's not a website. We just got the Facebook right okay, now. Sorry. Yes. But I am. I am working on the. Web. I was supposed to be working on the website right now, but certain things supersede that. Yeah. So. And I mean, anyone who's listening to this and doesn't want to take notes, if you go to the page where this gets posted on Witch Police website, all the links will be there. Who takes no, no one takes notes when they're watching, listening to things. I know, he but... He can <laughs> go and you can... He, he's saying and then you look at it. Instead of trying to remember too, what we just said, yeah. you can go there and it'll be there. Click. It'll be yeah, everything go, that we yeah, mentioned. Exactly. Will be, be, be well, been, you know, maybe... Like, we've just met. You didn't... I'm an asshole. So, I like, that's... Yeah. I didn't just meet him. No, I can tell. I just <laughs> All right, let's play that song. Yeah, what's the song yeah we're, we're going to roll out with one last song and keep it in the tradition of me playing pretty much nothing but pop punk or hip-hop. I, uh, I went with Jawbreaker's Gutless off their first record on Fun. Of course, Jawbreaker being, yes. you know, the, the most influential emo band of the, the 1990s movement. Uh, yeah, so here it is. Cool. Jawbreaker, Gutless. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank, no, thanks. 
Is that how you say it? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, to Hanks.